0: unexpected tragedy was the last straw. This was a simple explanation which everyone could understand, and because Malone was not a simple person, he perceived that he had better let it suffice. To hint to unimaginative people of a horror beyond all human conception, a horror of houses and blocks and cities, leprous and cancerous with evil dragged from elder worlds would be merely to invite a padded cell instead of a restful rustication, and Malone was a man of sense despite his mysticism. He had the Celts' far vision of weird and hidden things, but the logician's quick eye for the outwardly unconvincing, an amalgam which had led him far afield in the forty-two years of his life. And set him in strange places for a Dublin University man born in a Georgian villa near Phoenix Park. And now, as he reviewed the things he had seen and felt and apprehended, Malone was content to keep unshared the secret of what could reduce a dauntless fighter to a quivering neurotic, what could make old brick slums and seas of dark, subtle faces a thing of nightmare and eldritch portent. It would not be the first time his sensations had been forced to bide uninterpreted. For was not his very act of plunging into the polyglot abyss of New York's underworld a freak beyond sensible explanation? What could he tell the prosaic of the antique witcheries? and grotesque marbles discernible to sensitive eyes amidst the poison cauldron where all the varied dregs of unwholesome ages mix their venom and perpetuate their obscene terrors. He had seen the hellish green flame of secret wonder in this blatant, evasive welter of outward greed and inward blasphemy and had smiled gently when all the New Yorkers he knew scoffed at his experiment in police work. They had been very witty and cynical, deriding his fantastic pursuit of unknowable mysteries, and assuring him that in these days New York held nothing but cheapness and vulgarity. One of them had wagered him a heavy sum that he could not, despite many poignant things to his credit in the Dublin Review even write a truly interesting story of New York low life. And now, looking back, he perceived that cosmic irony had justified the Prophet's words while secretly confuting their flippant meaning. The horror, as glimpsed at last, could not make a story. For like the book cited by Poe's German authority, Es last sich nicht lassen. It does not permit itself to be read. 2. To Malone, the sense of latent mystery in existence was always present. In youth he had felt the hidden beauty and ecstasy of things and had been a poet. But poverty and sorrow and exile had turned his gaze in darker directions, and he had thrilled at the imputations of evil in the world around. Daily life had for him come to be a phantasmagoria of macabre shadow studies, now glittering and leering with concealed rottenness, as in Beardsley's best manner, now hinting terrors behind the commonest shapes and objects, as in the subtler and less obvious work of Gustave Doré, he would often regard it as merciful that most persons of high intelligence jeer at the inmost mysteries. For, he argued, if superior minds were ever placed in fullest contact with the secrets preserved by ancient and lowly cults, the resultant abnormalities would soon not only wreck the world, but threaten the very integrity of the universe. All this reflection was no doubt morbid but keen logic and a deep sense of humor ably offset it. Malone was satisfied to let his notions remain as half-spied and forbidden visions to be lightly played with, and hysteria came only when duty flung him into a hell of revelation too sudden and insidious to escape. He had for some time been detailed to the Butler Street station in Brooklyn when the Red Hook matter came to his notice. Red.